Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. Today's episode is with Will Ray. Um, really, really good episode and fantastic advice for people just coming out of university, people starting in the industry. Um, and this is basically a hit, the, hit the ground running, how to hit the ground running uh, coming out of university for, for the people listening. Um, yeah, some really important things to think about in this episode. Uh, we talk about the business side of illustration as well. Um, and, and yeah, just, just a few things to think about when you're coming out of university and that sometimes the universities don't talk about uh, and are really important still. Um, talk about mentors as well, talk about getting known in the local community, um, getting a part of the art scene there. And uh, and yeah, a really cool episode, so I hope you enjoy it. Um, if you if you want to help support the podcast, you can go to the link down in the description uh, for the GeoLaw, there you go, GeoLaw merchandise, um, which is awesome, really, really cool. Obviously a mentor of Will as well, so it's, it's rightly to promote on this podcast. Uh, so that's down in the description. you also got um, uh, partner discounts as well. So you've got Logo Package Express as well down in the description. That's 20% off Logo Package Express, which we will discuss in next week's podcast. Um, but yeah. Hope you enjoy the show and I uh, hope you learn something from it. I'll see you at the end of the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Cheers. I don't know if this is, well, I mean, you did the freelance FIFA. Did, have you been on the podcast before? Probably. Yeah, I've not been on the podcast, but I did, yeah, the freelance FIFA with Drew and Callum. And um, yeah, like I, that's all I've really done. I've just had a kind of a little bit of a conversation um, yeah. on the podcasty stuff, but I've had lots of conversations with you, but not, not recorded. So this is quite exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I do actually have conversations in real life about people uh, yeah. recording it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, welcome. Uh, so yeah, who are you? What do you do? And uh, tell us um, about yourself. Yeah, so I am Will. Um, it's willustration.co.uk um, and at willustration underscore online. And I'm a freelance illustrator, muralist, maker, shaker. I don't really know from uh, based in Sheffield. And um, yeah, I graduated um, last year and I'm just kind of in my first year of working as a freelancer uh, and I've kind of somehow managed to sort of blag my way through so far and I've done some exciting things so yeah I'm excited to talk. Yeah uh, so I guess we'll talk about your university experience first how, how, how did you find it? Yeah so I studied illustration at Sheffield Hallam University um, and yeah I was there for um, three years so I need to think about that properly I was there for uh, three years and then I didn't take a sandwich year, but I did a, uh, a placement over my summer um, with GeoLaw. But um, yeah, university at Sheffield Hallam um, was absolutely amazing. I kind of really, really enjoyed the facilities. I really enjoyed the kind of projects that I worked on and um, I really enjoyed the people that I met. So um, it's been great, yeah, studying illustration up north in Sheffield. Nice. Uh, what was Sheffield Hallam like, like what, as, a, as a university to go to? Yeah, so I was the first, I was in the first year to go into um, this arts building that they've got called the head post office. And it's an old, um, it's an old post office that's been renovated. Um, so it's got like spiral staircases and, and cool floors. And uh, it's this old building that's been renovated and turned into this artistic hub. Um, and it's an amazing place to study. Like, um, yeah, so we've got illustrators in there, graphic designers, interior designers, jewelry and metalwork students. Um, I'm probably missing a load, but a load more. Um, but it's this really, really great collaborative course um, uh, and university that I've, um, yeah, I've loved. I've loved studying at, um, and yeah, it's just been, it's been, it was a really good experience. And I'm still in the city now, so yeah, I'm not scared off. That's, that's the thing I've I found about Sheffield as well. It's such a cool place, uh, and this obviously hopefully taking. I'm not sure if I told you yet, but hopefully taking the uh, Creative Waffle live uh, this year's 
podcast event up to Sheffield. And, yeah, uh, you mentioned, yeah. It's exciting. Pitching up to uh, Sheffield Hallam as well. So hopefully um, that will happen maybe next year now. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, probably after after things at the moment, you might want to postpone a few things. But um, yeah. yeah, I think Sheffield Hallam would be a great place um, to to kind of to host things like that. And I know a few people that we could we could speak to, which would be good. Um, but yeah, definitely, um, it's just it's just a really creative city. Um, in terms of yeah, I've I've visited London and I've been to London and I love it. Um, but I kind of I've still managed to get just as much. Um, excitement and productivity and, and opportunities out of being up north in Sheffield. So it's been great. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Everyone, the tradition was to go to London. If you want to make it as a designer or you want to make it in the studio, you've got to go to London. All the big people are there. There you're finding places like Brighton. You're finding places like Leeds and now Sheffield and, yeah, and yeah. Bristol. And, and these places are popping up. And even even places like Liverpool, and Manchester, and I mean, yeah, Glasgow and Dundee and places. You know, random places yeah. like big cities they're, yeah. all, they're all becoming a bit more creative now yeah it's amazing um that basically yeah you, i think a, a long time ago a long long time ago it, it would have to be that because there was less um kind of technology and connection in that sense like you did have to physically be somewhere to kind of do something um but yeah i found now that kind of if you kind of if you create really good work and you you promote it in the right way and you you kind of you put yourself in the right social circles online and also in person um you can you can get yourself recognized and you can get yourself opportunities in any city um it does help yeah if you've got a local community of real people that you can interact with um which sheffield is great for um but you don't you don't need that but i do i do definitely think that the kind of the kind of be successful uh, you do need to kind of have yeah have a proper connection with someone and proper meet with someone which is quite yeah. difficult at the moment but yeah yeah, yeah. well you've uh, you've picked up a lot of the connect uh, connections in sheffield and and obviously i've speaking yeah. to lord uh, nifty fox as well uh, yeah, about yeah. about uh, you guys and and your your work and how impactful you are in sheffield and you know you, you've really recognized as your work in sheffield now as a style so yeah. how how have you have you managed that how have you got recognized in the local area um, yeah, I basically, I've just, um, from while I was studying, I, I, I obviously did my projects for university, but I also actively tried to kind of get myself out into the community. Um, and I had the, the sort of the lucky, lucky chance that kind of a few people that own a few exciting businesses and, and kind of, um, kind of things in Sheffield, they, they noticed me and they kind of gave me a chance to use my, my art style and my illustration style for their, for their, basically their game for their business. Um, so there was Bung Bungalows and Bears was my first one, which is like a restaurant and kind of um, bar in Sheffield. And then there's Union Street um, and Showroom Cinema. Uh, and yeah, I've managed to just kind of keep plugging at it and keep um, keep doing a poster for someone or a mural for someone or something else. Um, and I've managed to kind of get my my illustrative style kind of into so many different avenues in the city that lots of people are starting to pick up on it. Um, and yeah, I've had some big opportunities um, recently so it's been really really good so for university students listening and uh, people and uh, trying to start now or getting into the industry how have you done that how have you like give some good advice like physical like tangible yeah. advice <laughs> um so i kind of accidentally like obviously i've always tried and wanted to be a freelance illustrator but i kind of accidentally fell into fully accepting it as this is my full time like this is what, what i'm going to do forever um by by yeah having an opportunity so big that i couldn't 
keep my day job. So I just basically made the shift. But to get to that point um, where I, yeah, I painted a, a big mural recently, but to get to that point, I kind of, yeah, I, I, advice I give to other people is to, is to basically take opportunities as and when they come and don't ever like turn anything down. Um, obviously, if something's, someone's asking to kind of get you to work for free or do something that kind of doesn't benefit you, obviously don't do it. But if you can see events and opportunities that, that literally just need you to just show up and say hello and speak at, um, then take them. Um, I kind of, I don't know. It's, dif it's difficult to explain um, kind of the journey because it's just, it's just been a weird one of just kind of living and breathing illustration as much as possible. And um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and let's take it back to the, the first project. So, how how did that come around? Did did you reach out to them, or did someone uh, someone contact you, or how did you get your first project that was not so, university related? Yeah, so the first piece of paid work that I got was with um, yeah, it was with Bungalows and Bears, which is the um, restaurant, and it was I probably took way too little money, but I think it was fifty quid to design a um, a poster for a two for one burger menu. Um, and it was just, yeah, just like an A3, couple of illustrations of a little bit of type. Um, and that came through, um, it was through Instagram, but also through, I volunteered my time to donate a screen print to a local printers in Sheffield. Um, and there was a theme um, that they set. And then there was this show of, I think it was like 15 to 20 Sheffield artists that kind of showed off their, their screen print. And uh, I think the yeah, APG works, the, the printers, they basically took a, took a cut and we took a little cut. And it was this, just this kind of way of getting your work out into a real place, onto a real wall um, for people to see. And um, yeah, basically they saw Jordan from Bungalows and Bears saw that, that piece of work and said, yeah, I know that's a piece of artwork, but would you like to kind of apply that illustrative style to one of my posters? And that, yeah, started a kind of, uh, yeah, a regular, a regular kind of job of doing posters for a local business um which was really exciting just to kind of have something real i remember like being like really really excited when i got that um just because it was it was something real um and yeah it, it it's kind of all just sort of grown from from that those kind of interactions where i've kind of done something where i've, I've been somewhere and i've spoken to the right person or i've done something yeah and then basically it's, it's turned into um, a real connection with a real person that's given me real work yeah, I think that's, that's part of it as well, charging like too little or mm. right, when, what you look back, you'll always look back on it and, and think, uh, I could have charged more there, but it's your yeah. first piece of work, right? You got. I think I'm, yeah. I'm really glad that I didn't just say I'll do it for free, which like I probably mm. would have, like, but he was like, so yeah, how much yeah, do you yeah. want? And then it's the scary part of like being a student and then thinking, like, how much am I worth? How much is the industry worth? Like, forgetting that you, well, not, not knowing that you have to have contracts and things about copyright, um, so I, I can probably talk about that like today, but like here, but yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. It's all a big learning curve and it's kind of something that you don't learn until you just, just jump in and give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so it all came from this, this collective sort of art show that you were putting on uh, that the guys were putting on and then you submitted your work to. Yeah. So yeah. And cool. then there's a few of the things just um, from keeping a, an Instagram presence. So just, I was putting the work I was doing at university up on Instagram, but then like, if you kind of, yeah, if people start to follow you, then the businesses that might want to use your style or use your kind of your output, they'll see it on your Instagram. And then I had union street reach out to me about a piece of animation where I'd, 
done an animation of a um, Polaroid camera spitting out kind of photographs. Right. And um, now I've ended up going from doing, he, he found me through animation and then I ended up doing loads of sign writing for him. Um, and then I did a load of murals for him in the co-working space. And now I've gone back round to doing sort of two years later doing animation for him. So it's, um, it's been really exciting. That's nice. That's a nice uh, circle. That. Um, it, so, getting getting contacts in in the industry as well has it's, it's been huge and something that I've I've seen you do quite a bit. Uh, how yeah. how did you go around doing that whilst at uni, or or did you do it whilst at uni, or or if you don't more recently? Yeah. So uh, no, definitely while I was at uni, um, and obviously still recently, but obviously very recently, I've been stuck in my house, so I've not been able to <laughs> not been able to kind of go out. But um, yeah. I think pretty early on I realized that I wanted to treat this like a business and I wanted to make sure that um yeah the interactions I made weren't just kind of like selfishly they were kind of like I was I was reaching out because I was interested for like for business gain kind of thing but also because I was genuinely interested um but it's just things like when you go and have a conversation with someone that you think you could work with or you admire um to kind of treat it like you're already established in a way like um, treat it like you can do the things that they want you to do um already even if you have no clue um and yeah just basically make sure you go to the right events and kind of speak to the right people and be really passionate about what you're interested in so kind of like find the communities that that you enjoy and and like actively become a part of them have you ever done that sort of the tactical follow when you when you sort of speak to people on social media and and uh, well, you look, you find out, you, well, you look at people on social media and then you follow them and then uh, sort of hopefully start to see the interaction. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know, maybe. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I found um, things like, obviously I didn't do this at university, but like recently I'll be um, almost using um, LinkedIn because like, mm. I'm, I'm kind of like stuck inside at the moment. I think I'm, I'm missing this kind of like physical interaction. So I'm kind of, uh, I'm going through LinkedIn and typing in the businesses that I might want to work for and then, going to the people and writing art director or like or marketing kind of like the yeah keyword. absolutely and then i'm like linking with um linking with the people that i might want to kind of see me and I, i'm not directly shouting at them like here's my work look at it i'm just kind of like saying if you want to accept my kind of existence <laughs> then feel free but um yeah i've not i've not got to a point yet where i'm kind of like knocking on people's like digital doors and chucking things at them but have um, you messaged anyone on LinkedIn yet? Like, I've not. No, uh, I think probably at some point soon I might. If if kind of I, I really I, I want to basically because I've not been that far out of university um, in terms of like the long run. Um, I I want to really finesse my kind of my portfolio, my website, and my style, um, and basically use that first probably one opportunity I've got to reach out to the people I really want to work for uh, yeah, and make sure it's yeah. perfect. Um, which is some advice I can probably give to kind of students and things is um, don't ask for work and jobs straight away. Um, if you, if you meet someone you want to work for, or you really admire, ask for, ask for some feedback, ask for them to kind of like have a crit and look at your work and kind of tell you what they think. Um, I think employers will find it really almost annoying if as a student you kind of just go in with, with no kind of experience and no kind of like work, like no way of proving that you're, you are what you say you are and just being like give me a job um mm. i think yeah if you wait a bit and really finesse what you think you are um until you're really confident with it and then use the opportunities so 
yeah, I'm like nearly a year out of uni and I've still not made those, those dream, dream like contact points, but I will do. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's definitely something that uh, I've had advice on before as well. And I've made mistakes on as well. I've messaged, you know, I want to work for the two stuff UFC and, and people like that. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I was <laughs> reaching out to those guys and like ESPN and crazy yeah. companies and, and just reaching out to people there and just having no reply because I've been, like this yeah. it's obviously almost, not good enough work and yeah you almost want people to notice i mean it's really difficult but you you in an ideal world you want people to notice you before yeah. you notice them and things like you might get a follow from someone who works in the company or you might have a like or something and you know that like the second you make that point of contact they're not going to just go who's this they're going to be like oh like that's that guy that is i liked the other day but mm. like i subconsciously kind of remember um so I think it's it's better to kind of yeah save your save save up your kind of your entry points. Um, I don't know how, what the word is, but save up your kind of contacts. Yeah, until you're really really ready. That's, yeah, that's a good bit of advice. That yeah. How what would your approach be? Have you have you so you haven't made any of those approaches yet? Um. So. Or on a scale, no, or on a smaller scale, maybe. On a smaller, I, I've kind of yeah, I've I've basically all the the most that I've done is. Um, in final year of uni we had a trip where we went to London um, from Sheffield to London and it was kind of funded by the university and we took our portfolios physical portfolios with us and um, yeah I went to some agencies some illustration agencies that I would love to work for but obviously didn't kind of yeah didn't didn't scream about it too much just kind of keep modest um, and we had these setup opportunities where we we had crits with like debut art and Hanson Frank and Jelly London and CIA um, which are all amazing kind of illustration agencies that, um, yeah, everyone sort of dreams to kind of be a part of. But um, yeah, I think the opportunity that I had, I kind of took more as a as a kind of a, a way to kind of improve my work and improve my portfolio. And basically knowing that at the end of university, I still wasn't ready to kind of say, look at me, like, take me now, <laughs> like take my work, take take like me onto your roster. Um, so yeah, going back to your question, like I haven't, I haven't made any of the kind of, yeah, the initial kind of big entry points into businesses. Um, because luckily, yeah, I think enough work's kind of been coming my way, um, recently to keep me busy. That's good. Yeah. And the, the getting noticed by these big, big illustration companies and, um, the, the people yeah the people that put your work out to other people I, I've always been interested by agents I know uh, Geo Laws helped you out a lot yeah Geo, um, yeah and just yeah it's, it's been interesting to hear two, two different sides of agents and uh, I mean also I'll, I'll talk to him about that but um, I think we did actually on the podcast live with him but yeah yeah it, but yeah it's always it's, it's when you do, when you, if you ever do get recognised by these people it must be an amazing feeling like yeah just, yeah yeah. It's, it's it's amazing just to kind of get some recognition in in somewhere that you you dream to be. Um, I mean, it, it doesn't happen loads, but um, and then recently I've also I kind of been busy working on a lot of public artwork projects, which take up so much time um, for one job. It's not like I can sit in my room and create create piece of work and I share it. It's like I've been spending months on projects where I've kind of been detached from the promotion side of work, um, and I've been more kind of like creating work and i think i need to do a few more of these big projects before i can i can share yeah share it digitally with like the world so yeah I, I, the other thing going back to the geo is that you've had this guy that's 
helped you out, mentored you sort of in a way and, and yeah, yeah. Been, been there to answer questions. How, how important has that been for you uh, as growing as an illustrator? Yeah, so as a student, I think it's so important to find, when you're a student, to find your kind of mentors or your mentees and the people that you look up to um, and to make sure that you, you reach out to them if they're within reach. So, um, yeah, at university, I um, did an internship with Geo Law, George Law. Um, he's a, he was a Sheffield-based illustrator and he's now recently moved off to London to kind of do bigger and better things, which is really exciting. But um, I, yeah, I basically interned with him over a summer during my studies. So instead of taking a full, a full sandwich year, I, um, I just took the summer and I managed to get it funded by university. Um, and they basically paid for an internship, um, which was great because a lot of people work for free, which is difficult. Um, but yeah, I basically did this internship with Geo and he kind of, he's taught me so many things that um, I've really taken with me into, into the world of, of being a freelancer. Um, and yeah, he even got me involved in kind of assisting on painting murals um, and running community events uh, he set up an event called doodle club which you you came to which was which was a great drink and draw event that um we'll probably come back again but i don't want to promise anything but we're we're kind of just taking some time to set ourselves up in life before we take on kind of community-based projects but yeah but find your mentors um and reach out to them and if you can work with them then do it because it's it's amazing yeah, definitely, definitely the mental thing's been, been huge for me as well. I've had sort of three people that I've, I've that I can think of that have really sort of stuck out and helped me along the way. And it's uh, yeah. it's nice to have, have, have someone of more experience as well, just to just to help you along and sort of guide yeah, you and it's rely on their well, feedback. They're real yeah. people as well. Like you look when you're a student, you look up to these people and you think like, oh, they're not going to reply to my messages. They're not going <laughs> to if I pass them in the street and I kind of say, oh, I like I like your work. Like you feel like they're going to go like, oh go away like you're, you're not this you're, you're nothing to me but like illustrators in my in my in my because i'm an illustrator but illustrators and creative people like, i found that 99 percent of them are all absolutely like amazing and like really happy to kind of talk to you and and teach you a bit of what they know um which like i don't think i'm there yet but i, I love being in a position now where i can talk to you um and in a way talk to other people yeah, absolutely. give out some yeah give out some knowledge that like otherwise would just be kind of like in my in my head so yeah exactly that's great and, and this is why we're trying to do this series around students and graduating university because i think it's an important time where people do need some uh some some good advice from people that have been there and done it or a couple of years ahead of them so it's, yeah. um yeah definitely it would definitely help uh, one thing i do want to i would want to talk about a bit more before we move on is the uh the local area sort of side of things um do you, do you have any more advice or tips on how someone can get involved in their local area and, and help out their local businesses yeah get um, from them? yeah so i think definitely sheffield it's been it's been good for me being in sheffield because it's like quite an approachable size and it's quite a kind of like the community is something that um i can kind of i can become a part of and feel a part of it might be difficult in other cities, but in Sheffield, it's just about finding the the events and the and the kind of the charities and the things that you you feel like you could you could help and the things that you're interested in and just kind of becoming a part of them. Um, so, for example, we have uh, this thing called Sheffield Creative Guild, 
which is a it's like a kind of network of people where you create a profile and you pay a membership but you get a load of benefit from it and you become this um you become this kind of like member um of this huge community that kind of all looks after each other and you can exchange um you can exchange kind of time banking stuff so you could get a an animator to animate you something if you create some illustration for them and it's like this way of locally networking with people um and then we have uh, creative mornings um in sheffield which is like a it's a an early morning lecture series that anyone can go to for free um and then there's all these kind of drink and draw events there's these like funk and soul and doodle nights and there's just so many creative things that you kind of when you first get to uni you don't know are there but as you live and breathe the subject you're studying you kind of just pick up all these things along the way so yeah definitely like getting involved in the community i think it's it's not just sitting on your computer and and like replying to tweets and saying oh i like that it's like it's actually physically kind of turning up to the event that someone planned and and kind of being a, a person at it and yeah just kind of getting out there and talking definitely definitely being involved yeah I, well, what about with the with actual businesses is that, is that what you mean because it sounds like very creative focus okay creatives yeah so in terms of businesses um it's it's been a really it's been a really weird one it, like i found it it was from actively promoting my kind of my work on social media um and then yeah just making sure that the the right people um are kind of in your network so they see it so like from doing all the stuff that i just spoke about naturally all these people will now be kind of in your follow kind of list uh and then they'll see what you can do so yeah for me it's led on to kind of painting murals um in sort of a lead mill in sheffield and i painted a, a really big mural at orchard square shopping center um and yeah the way that i got through to those local clients was by by being a part of the community and and kind of them the employers also being a part of that community so um Right, right. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really different. I don't know. It's been like a really natural, a natural kind of way of growing. And I think if you do if you do one, for one person, then naturally the the next business or the next thing, so the next cafe that's kind of similar to that might see it. But um, you don't want to become saturated though, which is really difficult. And you don't want to piss people off by doing some work <laughs> for someone and then also doing the same work for someone else and then competitors yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, my work is very community focused but um i also have been doing things for far afield like different countries and stuff so um yeah i don't know if i really answered that question very well but no it's, yeah. so it's good yeah uh so i was just thinking about it, but so apart from apart from reaching out i was, I was thinking, so okay so to look at it from this way so if if i wanted to, if i was in uni and wanted to do what you were doing sort of working on for businesses in the local area how would you make the contact would it just would it be going to all these networking events and chatting to people but that sounded more like it was in the creative scene and then they've recommended you to, to local businesses yeah or? yeah yeah it's, it's it's a lot a lot of recommendations so I, I still today get emails um like where someone it's like also it's like an illustrator that's already established will kind of be like oh, i can't do that so i'll pass that on to will because i know that he like he could do it um uh and i haven't actually done like a massive amount of work like this year but like the jobs that I have done have been luckily like well paid enough to kind of keep me going but um yeah it's a lot of I think for me personally it's a lot about being in the community and um and then yeah I think the, the things that I want to work for in Sheffield 
to the people that own the bookshops and the cafes and the restaurants and the venues they naturally kind of like are part of that creative community as well um so they may not actually be illustrators or designers or or kind of filmmakers but they they share the exact same interests like um so we all go to the same yeah the same networking events and the same kind of like drink and draw nights like doodle club that we mm. we did um where you kind of you just have the right conversations and then yeah it's it's just about somehow being the first person that someone thinks of to kind of do that creative thing for them yeah that's good so it's like it's yeah getting around them basically it's in like you said, wherever it may be, find out where they are and sort of get in front of them. Yeah, in a I, it sounds way. ridiculous now. I'm trying to explain it, and now I've kind of like stepped back and thought about how it how it works. Um, and maybe for other kind of definitely for my illustration, um, and the fact that it's um, a lot of public art and a lot of mural stuff recently, um, I really do need that interaction to kind of um, just as much as the work. I'm also kind of showing the making of, and I'm showing the kind of the the fact that the business is supporting independent artists and, and things like that so it's like a it's a win-win on both sides um so it's a lot of my work's been a lot of community kind of yeah focused yeah that's good and obviously if it's if it's within a community then people are more likely to see it i think as well rather than having different industries on your on your client list so i think that'll yeah. um I think I mean, don't get me wrong I, I i would love to work for these big big clients yeah, yeah, of I, feel, I feel like um yeah, as well, I was saying industry before, itself as well. Yeah, as I was saying before, building up this kind of feeling of, of community and kind of like that I've built myself out of a community. It kind of it just makes an employer feel like you're so much more wholesome and, and kind of like likable, I think. Organic, just a, that's a good word. Yeah, <laughs> rather than just like a, a, a sort of an illustration, like just kind of like a, a style, like a, just a just here's an, an image. Like they, they're kind of getting more than that if they employ me hopefully yeah, <laughs> that yeah, sounded cool. so like oh so really, <laughs> like yeah. elevator pitch but like yeah yeah no, this is a pretty good tip as well you mentioned about uh, other illustrators and they're maybe more experienced than you recommending you for projects they can't take on whether it be because they've got too much work on or because they you know, can't afford to take a low and paying job um yeah and illustrators do that a lot of, and other designers do that a lot so it's definitely worth having a mental figure or someone that can um, you can go to where, where they might be taking on too much too much work interesting conversation where you go to that person that mentor or whoever it is and ask can you recommend your clients to me but um i guess yeah. it's good put up trust over yeah over i've never years. i've never actually said to a mentor oh can you can you please like oh, if you ever get any spare work can you please yeah. give it to me because it just sounds really it just sounds like you're kind of begging for work doesn't it um yeah, it sounds yeah. odd but um I think just naturally, I think if you go in with a, as well, with a, with a, with a style or with a, with a way of working that that, that illustrator can't do themselves um, and you come up with something new, you don't just copy your mentors. Like you actually come into the, the illustrative world with something new to give. Um, then yeah, they'll, they'll always be happy to pass it on because they know that you're like kind of the only person that could do that. And they're, they're almost like, if I got a, a job offering that I knew I couldn't do, so say if it was like really detailed, um, yeah, like like really detailed like football illustration, but of, of footballers like faces and things. Like I pass them on to you, or like uh, if you can do it, I pass oh, them mate, on to you Callum. Want, like, you want Callum, you do. You want, or Dave yeah, Merrill. Callum, like, <laughs> see more drawers and things like. So like, I think it's 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 a case of kind of being part of a community, um, yeah. but like knowing what you're good at and knowing that like um, that hopefully other people can see um, 
what you're good at and hopefully that if they get something they can pass it on yeah definitely that's good that's good advice um what, what other advice do you have yeah i know we, we sort of made a list at the start like before the episode. yeah yeah i think um i think i'm gonna go so it might sound a bit boring but it would be helpful go into a bit more detail about like treating it like a proper business yeah um, that's good so as a student you don't um you don't really think about like copyright and about um contracts and about invoicing like uh, and about bank accounts and paying tax and things like that and uh, th- i've kind of learned this all in this first year um and it's been it's been amazing that, that i've managed to pick up this quickly but i wish that i'd known it a lot earlier on um so i mean just initially just make sure that any piece of work you do you get a contract in place um and i think i'm not going to go into too much detail but if people want a copy of like i can offer a template of my contracts if people want so they can contact nice. me afterwards definitely uh, and i'll send it over but basically it just outlines the kind of um the copyright um agreement um like whether they kind of how many years they own it for kind of where in the world it's going to be located your artwork um the duration of like yeah how, how long they can use it um when your deadlines are the fee uh, and it just keeps you completely kind of safe from someone asking for too many changes at the end or someone printing your design on t-shirts and selling them to thousands of people um and it just it really keeps you secure um so if you've got if you've got a job that takes you a week to work on you know that because you put a contract in place at the start you will get paid what you're worth and if you need to do more changes then you'll you'll basically get more money for it um well this is like this is like six podcasts in in one topic and obviously we're going to go on to other topics as well (laughs) but it's 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 important this this one and um yeah, I, w- I want to like I want to pause on it a second because it's, it's it's so important that yeah a lot of people starting out don't have them and yeah. even if it's a point where I've done stuff because I know the people and I thought well, yeah, I don't need yeah. to do a contract but it yeah. turned out to be bad and yeah um, it's like a face the well. people you work for the people you know really well as well are sometimes the worst for it <laughs> because they'll be like oh like oh you can just you can just change that a little bit can't you or you can just or they'll say something that they think because they're mates with you or they know you, they'll think it's really easy. They'll be like, oh, can you just like change the color scheme or something? And then they don't realize that you've actually spent hours like by hand using the right colors and coloring that thing. And it's, it's difficult. So even, even your, your close, like obviously like professional mates, like mates, if you're doing a portrait for someone's birthday then don't have a contact, <laughs> but like, um, right. but like say like, I don't know, your friend works in a pub and they want like, um, they want a, a poster doing for that pub like um like, yeah, it, it doesn't take yeah. long once you have a con- once you have a template it literally takes you two seconds to just send it over um and also with the contract that i use which was based on the i based it on sort of some of the small print that the association of illustrators um kind of brought to us at uni and i rewrote my own kind of clauses but it basically means um that i've signed it on my end and if i've sent it to them and they've confirmed receipt that it's it's contractually um binding so basically they don't have to sign anything they don't have to kind of they don't have to like physically print anything out and do anything they just basically yeah, have to say good. i've received it and um yeah the way it works is like it, it is in a i think a uk court or things like that, a little court of thought yeah um it's all binding so yeah i'm getting a bit bore, boring here no, no details, I, but I definitely do think it's something that that graduates and students should really think about in specifically illustration um because that's yeah. i'm an illustrator so 
No, absolutely. It's not boring because it's, it's it's interesting. Or maybe it's boring, but it's, <laughs> but like yeah. the clips, they clip they can create a good clip out of it as well. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, okay. Yeah. But but it's, no, it's good. It's good advice. Um, what um, else? Obviously, yeah. I was about to carry on. <laughs> oh, I, I was just thinking what else. Um, actually, no. First of all, how how long is how long is your contract? So it's um it's three pages. It's literally okay. just the, there's a front page which which um has kind of um yeah like two and kind of like the the commissioner and kind of like delivery dates and kind of small print of if it's editorial like you basically get credit and things like that and then the next two pages which is on the reverse side of the next one um are just about i think it's about 28 to 30 clauses um that just cover like deliverables copyright um kind of damage of or loss of kind of files um cancellation is another one mm. so um basically you can you can you can put yourself in a safe spot where uh, if you have a clause about cancellation where basically you demand this percentage depending on what um what kind of phase of the project you're on so if you've just started it and they cancel it straight away like they'll pay like 20 percent of the fee because they've just like wasted your time but if it's like um the rough stages so you've sent over your first round of like black and white kind of just like quick roughs it'll be 50 percent, and then if there's anything after the rough stage it's still 100 percent. um mm. so it's just a really good way of of doing that and then yeah sometimes you never know if um i know it sounds horrible but things like yeah whether if uh, coronavirus hits or something like that and you've got yeah. this, this contract in place uh, it just means you have a leg to stand on if someone like has to pull out and uh if you need the money to to live and you've done the work like you kind of You've got, yeah, you've got it saved. Yeah, I thought you were going to go to a darker place and say like, what if they die or something? No, like, no, no. <laughs> no. Uh, if they die, I think you just have to just accept the fact you're not getting the money. Right, yeah, yeah. Or like message their sister on Facebook. And like, yeah, just like, I'm yeah. sorry about this uh, really terrible thing that's just happened, but can I have my 80 quid? <laughs> no, terrible. Yeah, don't, don't give them ideas. Um, yeah. That's, that's good. And uh, could you send that over to me? Do you mind sending that over to me? Yeah, definitely, right. definitely. Yeah, I'll do it after this. Uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, and yeah, anyone who wants to to, to uh, ask any questions, definitely get a mentor. Like yeah, like yeah. Will uh, or someone <laughs> or someone and, and, and maybe ask someone a bit it. bit more established. But yeah, if, if anyone does want to ask me any questions, like feel free to like find me on Instagram or um, on my website. It's willustration.co.uk. Just um. Just yeah, just just yeah, <laughs> punny works. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, but actually, that's some advice as well. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, some people say don't have a pseudonym or don't have a kind of a name. But for me, illustration has worked so well, um, just because it's been really memorable and um, it's yeah, kind of easy good. to easy to promote. Um, but no one, if you call Will, sorry, you're not allowed to be called Illustration because I'm already that. Yeah, don't, don't but, call yourself uh, Blue Deer Design as well because that's, that's yeah. a name that didn't stick. Like it's not, that doesn't mean anything. Choose a name that means something. That's my. Yeah, advice. I think I think a lot of the time though, I think it does does work if you just call like so. Basically, I my handle and my domain and stuff is Illustration, but I still am just Will Ray on just on my work or if I do if I were to talk on talk somewhere, I'd kind of yeah i just want that I just I, I think it it sometimes can get a bit gimmicky um unless you're kind of unless you've hide your identity um like some people do some really cool things when they like they hide their identity and and yeah that's yeah, quite no, cool that's, that's <laughs> um 
yeah so you, you contracts get yeah definitely definitely get onto contracts sooner rather than later for people listening uh, yeah and and hopefully and then, we'll do a whole video and podcast and topics around this and hopefully we'll, we'll sit down with someone and go go through it like word by word of what they've written yeah. in their contracts yeah. i'm still trying, I'm trying to find someone that will, will do that podcast with me it's gonna be a long <laughs> and a long and tiresome one but it'll be a good one yeah no, um, it's, it's really really interesting um in a way well it's interesting for people who, who really need that support yeah <laughs> absolutely um i think and then also following up with an in, a professional invoice um mm. so you've got you can keep track of your income uh, and have that linked to a separate current account um i found is just um so much easier in terms of when you when you kind of like at the end of the year when you have to do your tax return um you have a separate place where just money for business purposes came in and out um which is boring yeah. again but no well, it, this yeah. is something that i've had trouble with and uh, yeah. <laughs> separating separating nights out and like mcdonald's orders yeah and, i've got like, a for, really good recommendation actually for an app um it's called coconut which i've just just got and um it actually like takes the data from your transactions um so you, you link it but it doesn't actually charge you anything unless you want to use their credit card system but you can just use it as a, a reference point and you link it to your business card and then basically it takes the data so it says if you shopped in ryman's on your business card it would like split, put it into the app and then it would say stationary or if you shopped at um as no amazon like it would say like materials and it does it all for you and then it literally also works out all your kind of ingoing outgoing um kind of expenses like profits cool. things like that and then when you come to your tax return it's all like laid out for you which is really really great <laughs> that's that's so one aimed cool. at creative okay. isn't it yeah it's definitely yeah. definitely aimed at free, like freelancers sole traders um so I definitely recommend that to people, um, not sponsored or anything. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, I saw that on uh, on Twitter advertising. Yeah, that's um, it's yeah, good. I've, it's, it's, good. it's a fairly new thing, but I've adopted it, and um, I've really yeah, it's been really good. And also just like have someone that tells you how much profit you made in a year, um, without having to do it yourself and maybe do it wrong or like this is directly linked, so I can't you can't cheat it. You can't accidentally kind of put the wrong figures in. Mm, yeah absolutely and um this yeah if you're going freelance right if you need this is yeah it's all important stuff and there's some personal finance stuff that i'm trying to uh or videos and blog posts i'm trying to write up and do because uh, i've yeah. recently just been on this sort of year-long binge of just watching personal finance videos and sort of my finances out and yeah because yeah. i've been so it's bad like, with money. right age now we're looking at stocks and <laughs> yeah no, genuinely i've invested yeah. in some, I've invested I, I don't some know i don't know why but i've yeah recent i think it's probably the, the quarantine but i've like been like i've seen that kind of magic numbery stuff that makes you money so many times <laughs> and i'm like right, i actually want to have a look at this and see how it works but i don't know no. it's about being like coming into like your mid twenties, like you suddenly become an old man. I don't know. Yeah, you feel <laughs> like still a young person. Like <laughs> I, I think what I do is look back on this when I'm thirty and think, what was I doing? Like just, <laughs> just yeah. like I had no idea, but pretending like oh, yeah, I've got everything sorted. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a bit worried about that, but well, yeah, exactly the stocks and share stuff. I mean, listening to other people and and getting yeah. some really good information <laughs> and learning about it. It's, it's exciting to learn about this new stuff. Um, yeah. But even even so to the point where yeah be some people who are nerdy enough about not stocks and shares but about the business of illustration and they'll they'll kind of still be listening now yeah yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but uh it's it's yeah even the, the personal finances where i'm just sort of getting rid of all of like all of the stuff i don't need even subscriptions and trying to see ways i can save money on this and the car insurance and just personal personal finance yeah, yeah, is yeah. important to get sorted even yeah. retirement fund stuff 
know it's yeah, boring that's, as well. That's but... definitely it's boring, but I, I'm kind of really, really thinking like, oh God, like I, a pension or something like that. Like it's yeah, yeah. something that needs to happen soon because I earn all my own money and I kind of pay all my own tax. And yeah, um, yeah when I kind of get to a point where, I mean, I've probably in an ideal world, I will be working forever as like a as like an artisty kind of creative person but like there will be some point where you kind of think like oh god like i i need that support that you can save up from an earlier age so yeah, yeah. i'm yet to learn all that so if there's another podcast about that i'll definitely tune in <laughs> yeah yeah well there's there's so many things so many things to talk about but i mean i guess if you if you've done personal finance research have you heard about like having uh having a pot so I'm gonna okay a few different bank accounts. So a bank account with where all the money comes into, so you get paid for a job like a business one. But then, like you have yeah. separate bank accounts underneath that where it's like one for tax, one for savings, one for retirement, and then like an yeah. additional emergency. I've, I've got. I, I mean, not really, but I, I've made one that um is just for rent and rent mm. and uh, council tax. So I've got like a because it's so easy nowadays to just like use your bank, mobile banking and just set up a new account. Like 100%. even if you don't don't let the card you don't even pick up the card ever like it gets posted to you you just put it in your drawer it's so easy to make different pots so yeah i i've i mean i'm not i'm not far enough in to being a real person a real adult yet to kind of <laughs> to kind of admit that i've done all that but um definitely i've put my rent in a different pot um nice smart so, move smart yeah. moves. personal finance podcast coming soon <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, what, what back to uh illustration i don't know um yeah what's uh what what other sort of um business of illustration stuff have you got written down um, talked about invoices talked about contracts yeah um i was gonna yeah so talking about um yeah invoices contracts and just yeah i think i was also going to talk about um just bank accounts just making sure that you keep your money separate um and make sure yeah you kind of with your invoices you you keep them and you date them and you have them all really well kind of like organized it's somewhere in a folder on your computer or if you have a printer like print them out physically and things like that um because there may be a point where you have to kind of yeah you have to kind of prove that that five grand that came into your account came from somewhere proper um and like obviously most <laughs> most adults like know this stuff but while you're in uni you kind of just think like oh like i did that poster for that person and that was 100 quid and you just take it and spend it um that's good now like, right yeah <laughs> yeah, well, yeah a couple of nights <laughs> in sheffield but but yeah you need to basically like um very quickly learn that um yeah you're a business as well as like an artist and a creator and a, everything else so it's loads of learning curves yeah that's good that's good um yeah that's, yeah i'm trying to think if there's <laughs> anything on this sort of because uh, it's funny we've actually got an accounting podcast hopefully coming out soon i've been sitting on it for a while and um, yeah, yeah I've, I've, i don't know when the right time to release an accounting podcast <laughs> is in between design podcasts but know, it's, it's, it's it's based around creatives um but it's yeah. a really good episode and tons of good advice on it as well so yeah it's coming soon mm -hmm. but uh, at some point um sorry have you got any other advice <laughs> um yeah any learnings so or? i think definitely i think advice just like moving on from businessy stuff um advice like to be to be confident in in yourself and if you feel like you something's maybe too ambitious or something you can't do something um to still give it a go um so i'm gonna like be all 
like vain and talk about personal experience here but like um yeah with a i painted a a mural recently um or a few quite a few months ago in the lead mill um, which is like a venue in sheffield and then from that there was an open call for a big mural like a huge mural like a 15 meter wide three-story high mural uh, in the city and i thought like initially i thought there's all these public artists in the city already that are so qualified for this like they will get it they will they will get this job um but i yeah, applied for it and luckily some people that were kind of in the application process like kind of recognized me and what i'd done and um i actually ended up winning the commission and it was like just through being yeah just being excited and being ambitious that i managed to get the biggest job i've ever had in my life um and ended up spending four months painting a huge mural on the side wow. of a shopping center um and i had to feel the final thing i need to see that final no, thing so we're actually in the process of um we've been recorded well andrew my housemate is a filmmaker recorded a short film of the whole process from start to finish um and we've been kind of tweaking tweaking it and getting it perfect and asking for permission from radio presenters to use their audio and things like that um and we are going to be releasing like a, a making of like video that shows like shows like the the, the nice. sheer scale of this project because at the moment all i've shown people is like here's a here's a kind of a, a fisheye photo of a big shopping center with a bit of art on well a, a, not a bit of art but like a, a nice <laughs> big mural on. Yeah, yeah and um yeah but then like it's hard to kind of to to teach to show people and like get people to actually understand that i spent like four months in the rain in the hail and the wind and the snow like like clipped into scaffolding with a with a harness like kind of however many feet three stories off the ground kind of like shivering and painting this wall and um we, we did it in like probably the worst um kind of time of year like from october to february um but it was yeah it was so basically advice is be ambitious and like go for opportunities that that you don't think you quite deserve because like somehow somehow it will it might come back um in a positive way and then yeah you do deserve it like you work for it one, one thing i've noticed about you is that you, yeah like you say you, you are ambitious and you're passionate about it and i think you'll you'll probably look back at university and i did as well when i was looking so i was shillington and college and when i was my yeah. shillington because it was all wanting to be designers and it's different age bracket but um you got students there who oh you're still there Hello. sorry yeah i'm still sorry, sat really <laughs> still sat. yeah um <laughs> just listening. Listening. Yeah, you, you got like uh, students that maybe aren't hundred percent dedicated to it, right? And they're not hundred yeah. percent involved in in the passion of of design or the passion of illustration or being, becoming an illustrator. And they're just doing the course because they think, okay, it might be an easy course to do, and yeah, um, just sort of try and wing it. They could draw a few pretty pictures, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just not about, but um, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that point. But you might, I guess I'm just no, praising I, I, you. I do. No, <laughs> thank you. No, I do. I do. I do get like um, that there are different kinds of people that um, are at your university and that you you study alongside. Um, and obviously, like you want to be the person that like doesn't even have to try to to want to be an illustrator. Like I, I luckily managed to meet some amazing people and make some, make an amazing group of friends. But we all just kind of we naturally lived and breathed. Um, illustration like in terms of like i don't know like we would be down the pub and we would talk about like that bit of illustration or that mural or that something and that wouldn't be because we were forcing ourselves to be mm. like talking about illustration it'd just be because like that's genuinely what we like we all love so um yeah and then you do get people who kind of who may have like 
who realize that like pretty pretty early on in probably they realize themselves that they only came to that course or that university just to kind of go to uni and it like sounded cool um but like definitely advice should be like find out what you're passionate about and really like go go for it like as a lifestyle like don't go for it as like a this will be my job and i'll still be a different person like take it as like i so you do graphic design because you want to be a graphic designer and you want to live like a graphic designer mm. um, or illustration because you're an illustrator um but then also it's really difficult to like know that uh, at an early age like you don't know what you want to be or who you want to yeah. who you want to be so it, it's it's an odd it's an odd one but well it's, it's like listening to podcasts about the subject you're studying is, is a bit of an indication that you, you know you're keen to learn more about the, the thing yeah, yeah. and if you're listening to this i mean it's definitely showing that you you know you've got an interest in learning more about yeah, illustration yeah. If you've got so this far then like you are on the right course like <laughs> if you're still listening <laughs> it's really yeah. counting advice in there <laughs> yeah um yeah, so it's, it's 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 good. I'm interested to if anyone is listening who is a student right now and, and got some good value out of this, I'd be interested to hear from you. Uh, yeah, just definitely. Leave a little comment or something or message us. But um, yeah, mm. it's, it's good. It's, it's really good advice there. Um, I, I, have you got anything else? Like, <laughs> just um, sort of, I don't know how yeah. to bring up the next topic or anything. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think um, so. In terms of like promoting yourself and having um having a social kind of presence um i found that getting a website like quite early on um was beneficial but then also it is is kind of like a a downfall because if you do make something really like crap then it it kind of reflects um you in a it's annoying but it does reflect you in a in a kind of in a way that a commissioner will click on it and just go this isn't laid out right or this isn't like your content may be amazing but it's really difficult to kind of finesse that. So obviously initially use the platforms where you can't really go wrong. So like Instagram mm. and I recently started putting my stuff on cross posting onto Twitter as well. Um, just because there's a lot more of a, a community. There's a lot more of a conversation with Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, um, sure. yeah. So on Instagram, it's like, here's a pretty shelf for someone to come and look at all my like nice little drawings or models or like murals or things like that. But Twitter is like I've done this piece of work and like could you give me some feedback or I've done this work for this charity and and kind of like let's discuss like the impacts of of this and I think yeah using more than one platform is great but just knowing what that platform is kind of is kind of getting at um because Twitter doesn't really work as well if you just like just write like drawing of a dog and it's just like bam like i don't know like people it is interesting but like it doesn't get as well it doesn't get as much interaction but if you're like here are two versions of this dog that i've just drawn i'd really like some advice on kind of like how i could improve it then you get all these kind of people like you get like ben ben the illustrator is always on there and you get like matt roth he's always mm-hmm. like always talking on that yeah. and you get yeah you get loads of like amazing people that um that will just like like come to you out of like apparently nowhere and like have all this amazing advice and it's amazing there's um the podcast coming out on this channel very soon uh with a guy called connor fowler who yeah is, is sort of a <laughs> a geek when it comes to when it comes to social media and sort of how to get noticed on there and what platforms to use for your work and things he's a logo yeah. designer and he's it's, it's incredible the stuff he knows about social media so yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you're, if you're wondering what platforms to be on and how to post what 
what sort of stuff you should be posting on what platforms and stuff check that episode out um yeah. if you're listening uh, i'll definitely listen to that as well because i think it, you're always still learning like even if you're kind of you feel like you're, you're a bit more established and you feel like you've got your website sorted and stuff like you'll you'll listen to a podcast or you'll go on someone else's website and then you'll just be like oh like that is like that's how you do it so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well it, it's interesting as well because like there's there's about eight episodes recorded now and they're all really good ones it's interesting to see like the, the progression and actual meaning in the conversation as well throughout the podcast because um like, it's great hearing people's stories and stuff but when people actually give advice and it, it can you can take it from listening to a podcast and then implement it in your own in your own yeah, ways yeah. and prove yourself yeah, I definitely that's, didn't that's... didn't want it to just be a, like, here's what I've done, here's who I am. <laughs> I wanted to kind of also be like, I've hopefully got something to give because that's more interesting and I think people will will enjoy that more than just like being like, look at this guy, look, look what he's done. Like, I don't know. That's it. No, no, 100%. 100%. And that's, that's what we've tried to do with the podcast is tailor it more that, that sort of way with, with the conversation now. And we've definitely done that on this, on this podcast. But um, I think ever since that sort of, yeah sort of episode 100 maybe we've we've gone down this route of, of yeah. really trying to get advice but uh especially 150 onwards but anyway that's another mm. note but um <laughs> i don't know where i'm going with that again right. <laughs> uh, this happens a lot yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um yeah it's been good it's been good have you got uh, i mean have you got anything else or uh, any other advice or tips that you would uh, um, give to young illustrators yeah i think yeah, I think generally, um, so people, in illustration, people take um, a lot of kind of, they take a lot of, like, they, they, let's start again. So in illustration, people think that, like, there's a lot of pressure on having, like, a, a style, um, which, like, when a commissioner does come to commission, you, 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 like, will, like, have a style and stuff. But when you first get to university, it's more about the kind of the process and the, the journey of kind of finding out what you like and what you don't like. Um, so from your first year into your second year, like don't worry about having this like portfolio of really consistent work. Um, I think just naturally whatever you create will have a style, even if you don't know that it has a style because it's been created by you. Um, but it's just, I think, yeah, style is something that I think in illustration, I just, I, I know that I wanted to bring it up because I know it's something that a lot of people ask questions about at like yeah. every single sort of like, illustrate a talk or everything like that everyone's like oh i don't have a style yet like what do i do um and i think yeah it's just something that will naturally naturally come out um and i, I just don't think don't force it just find the medium that you like working in whether that be like technical drawing pens or paint or kind of doing digital illustrations on ipads or making 3d models or things like that um and yeah just kind of keep playing around in that area and then you'll find something you love and then yeah that will be your style but i don't know <laughs> it's, it's definitely hard one to give advice on uh there's yeah i think i think personally i, I think it's it's more uh of looking inside it sounds weird but looking inside yourself and um yeah, yeah. and finding out your personality attracts and try and get into your work that's what i've liked doing I've yeah, interested yeah. in doing that it's I like think... energy and a bit more like dynamic and yeah. like yeah i think definitely with me it's been um it's been i did i'd previously studied product design um at uni for a couple of months and ended up dropping out of that and then going to sheffield to do illustration so I was like, yeah i still didn't know what i wanted to do at the age of like 17 18 
Um, but yeah, I've definitely held on to that technical, that technical side of things, like thinking in kind of a 3D technical way. So even though I'm drawing 2D illustrations, I still think about it as a physical object. Um, and yeah, I think naturally like the kind of the technical machine and kind of, I don't know, like in, industrial kind of like feel um, is kind of shone through in what I do. Um, and it, it, your style also comes through in, it's not actually like the, the way it looks. It's like you will naturally like gravitate towards producing a certain type of content on your Instagram or something. So if you, even if you're doing personal work, like you might be a massive fan of trains and like, so then like all your work is like illustrations of trains, but then your style will come out of like, come out of what you're interested in. So don't like kid yourself and draw what's popular, like draw what you're really, um, like really interested in. And then your style will come from that. That's a, that's a good point. Like, it's easy to go back to football for me. So yeah, before, no. <laughs> like, if you, I've been looking at old like retro football, uh, like textures and patterns, yeah. because it's because that's cool and, and like how they used to yeah, in the definitely. olden days when they didn't have computers. Yeah, uh, eBay is eBay is an amazing source for. Like, I, I found myself um, in the first year of uni, we had to write a, um, a report about the things that interested us, and like everyone like wrote, uh, wrote loads of things, and I kind of I wrote about this book that I'd bought on eBay for like a pound and it was this old technical drawing manual and nice. I felt like the biggest nerd ever I was like genuinely like <laughs> I love like flicking through this old book and looking at the old drawings and um yeah it was just like collecting ephemera is definitely something as well like looking at the history of where you want to be and um collecting cool shit and keeping ephemera. it <laughs> What's ephemera? Yeah. it's like it's like well, it's basically like oh it's like old it's like kind of stuff but it's like valuable stuff. Like, I think that's what it means. You'll have to do a, a Using search. big words. I don't know what it says. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like preaching. So I'm like using these big, big designy words. <laughs> um, yeah. But collect it's basically like stuff, like cool. Oh, yeah. cool. That's yeah, good. That's definitely good. Definitely a good point. Um, yeah. Uh, it's been, it's been good, this podcast. I, I think it's, yeah. I mean, it's, first of all, it's good to catch up with you because I haven't spoken yeah, in a while. Definitely. So it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, there's some really good advice in this, this episode. Uh, yeah, so thank you very much for the podcast. That's fine. Um, yeah. Got a few I'll questions. Soon if you come to Sheffield as well. We've got a few questions. Okay. Oh, sorry. Wait, geez, <laughs> no, go. I was going to say, no, no, I was going to say if when you, when you want to come to Sheffield for your, for your Creative Waffle um, event, then definitely, definitely get in touch. I mean, you already will be. Like, yeah. 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 We've got to, yeah. I definitely might ask for some help if that's right. Yeah, no, guys. That's fine. Yeah. Do you, do you need to go or you've got some time? No, I'm, I'm free all night. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so the last few questions I like to ask on the podcast. Um, but I guess uh, there's one thing I want to do first of all is, uh, so the thing is with, with this new job is that I'm not allowed to do work for another football club now. Okay, so yeah. uh, it's a bit tricky of the whole uh, freelancing yeah, work. Yeah, oh God, yeah, yeah. So I could I could do some stuff for like really low league football clubs, which is fine, but not any big clubs. And I sort of killed... I don't know. It's killed my want to do freelance work. Um, yeah, definitely. Well, and because the income is also probably that's it, like and the money's net. fine. I don't need yeah, the money yeah, yeah. Um, unless I move out. But uh, yeah. yeah, so you know, it's, it's what do I do? Is my, it's my question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like, because that because you definitely need to speak to Callum soon because he was saying things like I think he he he's doing thinking of doing something similar, but um, it's so difficult because. I found it I found it very tricky in terms of when commission work starts coming in, it gets harder and harder and harder to to keep doing that passionate 
personal personal work because like work and creating is your job so it's like if you spend all day doing a commission then when when it hits like 6 p.m or something you kind of don't think oh now i want to change tabs and do something different so um in terms of your sports illustration stuff um yeah i feel i don't know like you, you you're too tied into arsenal are they do they let you are you doing actual can you do illustration in arsenal can you make your way yeah yeah i've been doing that that. i've done some stuff for the for a few projects but um yeah but yeah i don't i think of it's not it's not good enough to get on the, the main social media platforms where i want it to be yet which is fine yeah. i understand that but and they hire like amazing freelancers to do that right now so it's great but yeah. um i've done it for a couple of internal projects and um, a few client projects but yeah so there's nothing it's not every week as much as i like it to be but um what my current thought is i just keep sort of social media and instagram for personal work and just sort of yeah yeah it out when i want to or maybe I think it's I, like it keeps you it keeps you part of the community that you want to be that's the only issue of, right yeah. yeah it keeps you keeps you because it's so it yeah it will be it will be so easy to just be like i'm gonna get up go to work come home and like just like I, i'm content like i've done that work but like it's like this this community that i definitely i think the podcast is definitely something that will even if your if it's your actual illustration kind of like dips down a bit because mm. you've just got so much more responsibility like you're always going to keep connected to the community with this podcast so well this That's is my issue thing. so i'm like i'm thinking do i just sort of stop doing stuff on instagram my personal work because also managing so many different accounts and worrying about <laughs> posting on different accounts is like also another thing out as well, just yeah like, exactly uh, with with working at a football club as well you've got to be careful what you put on social media um just in general like liking comments and stuff so i'm thinking yeah should i just sort of sack it off with the personal, oh. personal it accounts? depends though because like you you still you could still keep it for like things like you know like the is it the Mifa project that that Callum just yeah. done and like you said like and things where it's like a it's not like you're working for the program of another football team it's like you're working for the community and and like there there probably is a lot of passion in you not just looking at whatever everyone else is doing like you having your own sticker and you doing bits like that so it's just yeah it's just a balance though isn't it of mm. of not maybe like keep it but just don't be too precious about um because now it's not for me my i get really like i'll get like anxious if i haven't posted like something on my instagram for like six days because i'll be like crap like people think that i'm not being a productive and it's it's weird because like you you don't i don't know you find you get kind of in your, in your own head about showing the outside world that you're productive and things um but like if the work's there and you can get on with it behind the scenes then it's fine but um, I don't know where I'm going. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of saying one. like, um, yeah, like don't basically don't get too like maybe keep it, but don't get too precious on kind of like maybe keeping up a a very consistent like presence. Like maybe keep it for your own gain yeah. every now and then when you want to dip in and out of of like because it like your account's always going to be there. And yeah, I think I don't know. to be honest, it's more about the standard for me. Yeah, so okay. I've been, yeah, I've been thinking. I've, I've archived a lot of stuff, or well, not a lot, but I've archived a few things that I did sort of back end of last year, which I don't think is up to standard anymore. So yeah, I, it's I'm crazy how quickly about going back. Really yeah, like quickly your portfolio, like you kind of like you can be happy with something two months ago, and then now you're like, oh no, I've I've like learned this weekend. technique. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> so. crazy. Like I, I think I think I don't think I've archived like 
I think I, I, I delete, I deleted some things off my Instagram, but like, I don't think I actually archive. It's, it'd be an interesting thing that I'm going to go back and like look through my Instagram and be like, shit, like three years ago I was drawing like. Well, that's it. Everything. I mean, I'm thinking like, well, I don't keep that stuff on my website, so why am I keeping it on my Instagram? Yeah, uh, there's still there's still a place where people can look back and see. Yeah, I think I think like it is good to show natural, to show like the show the the growth on Instagram. I don't know. But, I don't. I don't treat my Instagram. I, I think that's great for the design community. Oh, but yeah, for, yeah. For clients. And the fact that now you, you've actually got like designer at Arsenal is like, boom, like this thing. Oh, yeah. Like, that... I don't know. Like, maybe you could, maybe you could like have another account that's, you know what I mean? So you've got, you've got like your, your finished articles that you're really proud of that you can put somewhere. Then you've got like a mm. process. I don't know. Maybe I'm probably now. I'm making, more, I'm making it, no, I'm making it worse for you though, because I'm making more, <laughs> more accounts. I'm making more things for you to manage. I've got too many accounts already. Yeah. <laughs> uh. um, I don't know. But like, it's some way of, maybe just maybe where well, you don't need to make another account but maybe like yeah keep your website like perfect and keep your website kind of like here's yeah. finished articles but treat your social like your instagram especially like a i don't know like a visual diary of like more like process and kind of like yeah like i think it's very it's so easy to become precious with like the output mm. and being like this needs to be like 500 likes and whatever <laughs> I mean, I don't even get 500 likes, but like... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I wish... Uh, so I think yeah. there's only one thing I've ever done that's got 500 likes, but yeah. I now look back at that and think it was crap, so... <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. weird. Um, but I don't know. I don't... I don't I'll keep really, asking around. But I'll not giving great advice, subject. yeah. Definitely speak to speak to Callum at some point, like Callum Seymour. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's doing all the, all the stuff. And I think he had some... He went for some opportunity where um, he would be working with a specific team, and I think it would have meant that as well. And I don't know. I feel like he's. I don't know. I haven't probably spoken to him since, but I think he's a. Uh, he's more kind of like wanting to float about and just just see how it goes. But I'll keep I asking know. people. It's yeah. good. It's, it's good. Ask some people good. that are actually kind of like yeah, you're in the sports, sports world. I think you've got yeah. probably definitely quite a few of them. 100%. So, all right, under the last few questions that I'd like to, to ask on the podcast. The first one being, what was your best purchase under £100? What was the best purchase under £100? Oh, that is so difficult. <laughs> Pro- probably, um, my best purchase under £100 is probably my record player that is next to me right nice. now. Nice. <laughs> because, yeah. Um, yeah, and it came with the speakers as well on eBay. <laughs> um, just, just because, like, I find... Um, yeah music is a massive part of my like my process and being productive um and i found that yeah like the the kind of records and listening to music on vinyl um really forces you to kind of like get in the zone i was going to say in the groove then but that's like so <laughs> wherever <laughs> the puns come from recently um but uh yeah it, it forces you to listen to like that album in in its entirety and really think about like what you what you want to listen to in the times when you're productive um so yeah it's been my record player um and then obviously like the investment in all the vinyl and stuff but yeah it's been a massive part of yeah being productive i don't do i don't do a piece of work without having a piece of music on in the background so that's yeah. uh that's a big part of, of my everyone's design process i think but um yeah. i find that i listen to music i'm much more productive than listen to podcast or listen to a i find it so difficult yeah i do listen to podcasts but i find it so difficult to listen to a podcast and do my work it's like 
almost like yeah like some people can't play instruments and sing like it's that kind of, it's that same thing in my yeah. brain where like I, I kind of i sit and i listen to the podcast for like five minutes and then i realize that i've just put my pen down and like i find that some people can like some people can read and listen to music at the same time like i can't i can't have no, music on in the background i can like, barely read on my own like, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah but i definitely find that um podcasts uh like for yeah like for the same sort of time when i when i would read a book i think um mm. or like if i can play it loud enough like when you're like in the bathroom like having a shower or something but usually i can't hear it so i'm like yeah 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 no, but, in the bath's um, good time to listen to podcasts yeah definitely yeah. i think i think podcasts are more for relaxation and Commutes for like as well. yeah commute yeah definitely for journeys and commute, commuting um but then for like working i think it has to just be music um what's uh what music are you into um i mean <laughs> i've got blur record behind me uh, i'm into like uh yeah a lot of different kinds of music but recently i just i think of like the records i bought in quarantine like <laughs> um i bought vampire weekend's first album i bought kruang bin which is like they're like a, they're really good actually <laughs> it's really weird but they're a uh, instrumental kind of band and there's bonobo um trying to like look at my records like in my room but like gorillas like pixies like i'm into indie alternative nice. kind of yeah loads of stuff <laughs> yeah it's cool um all right so the next one uh is do you have a dream client or someone you would love to work with yeah i would love to work for levi's um because i'm wearing a levi's shirt now and levi's jeans and i don't know i've like really felt like that um i don't know why my work's never been particularly fashion kind of oriented but i like really really i found like that they're a brand that i really kind of i like i like the brand i just i like the fact that, that it's like quality and it's kind of like got this history um and like it's probably similar similar to the doc martin's kind of it's like that kind of feeling that you kind of you become part of a kind of a history um but then yeah for, for levi's it would be probably like the design i've got a, a like a mustard yellow jumper with like this cool like illustration on but it would be like to have the chance to do something like that would be absolutely amazing to like design um or paint a mural at like some sort of like levi's shop or i think that, nice. that could even possibly like that's that's achievable so I, but yeah as i said to. before yeah i said as i said before like about uh, reaching out to clients like that is a client that i i haven't re- haven't reached out to yet but literally just last night i like linked up with the marketing manager on linkedin or something and i was like oh like it's it's nearly there but i want to get this yeah this mural like making our video finished and things like that so i can like really direct my um yeah my chance i can like direct it and make sure it's perfect i can't wait to show you this like this clip in like say five years time when you, you know, <laughs> yeah, work with them fingers crossed it's like, gonna be good yeah i like play i'll just send them like this this clip like send this clip <laughs> in my proposal like no um no, a bit the yeah. end, maybe afterwards like a bottle of champagne yeah, and like a usb yeah. just with a clip on it um, yeah but it would be absolutely amazing cool. i think um and i think yeah so like my public art side of work um that will be my kind of foot into the door with clients that um like i feel like i could work with like say patagonia levi's doc, doc martins i feel like my mural work could work really well in a retail kind of yeah in a retail Absolutely. so kind of like in shops or like kind of live art at launch events and things like that so 
We'll see. So, we'll see. <laughs> have you got uh, any life advice, like non-design related, anything you've heard, any one bit of good advice? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, it's okay to fail. Like, like, and it's, yeah, so this is like weird, but it's okay to kind of like do really bad at something because like you won't get better at anything unless you learn from your mistakes. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's okay to, to fail at something, whether that be like a piece of work that you thought was good, but it's terrible, or that be a relationship or that be, um, I don't know, like you, I don't know, you get in your own head and you, you sleep for too much in certain days. Like, and it's okay to have these times in your life when things aren't going great and, um, things feel really crap because like you basically will learn from all of that and it will, um, yeah, it will just like turn you into a better person. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's, good, that's some that? advice, some life advice. It's a good advice. Yeah. And, and it, it's just experience that going like rounding that, that point off is basically having experiences and, and being on the journey of going through life and failing. Yeah. 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 Uh, and a lot of it won't, won't go, won't go how you like want it to. So it's just about taking things in your stride and just kind of like reflecting on it and, like not doing it again or doing it differently the next time and things like that. So yeah, but like failure is okay. Basically that's my advice. Well, this is also why you have mentor as well, because like, you can build on their failures. So they will, they'll tell you how to do it because yeah, yeah. that's a way they've honed it in. Yeah. Listen to like these podcasts. Yeah. Learn about like, yeah. So get a contract in place, like, things like that. <laughs> because you'll get like, yeah. Get seven get... bank accounts and sort it out. <laughs> Yeah, get all the apps, seven bank accounts, contracts, like invoices, get some glasses. Everyone loves like a illustrator web. No, joking. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't you know beard. That, no, you, yeah. The big illustration beard. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm probably not going to get that. I mean, it's it's uh, <laughs> quarantine, so I've got plenty of time to like try without the embarrassment. But get the shaved head going. Quarantine <laughs> shaved head. God, yeah. Um, I've, got, I've got a mop, but not not there yet. Like, it'd be a big change. Like, I know you, you, you went for it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a podcast. Um, I did pretty like two days after I did it. I was, it was uh, a podcast like shave your head now, or was it? Not? Was it like... <laughs> no, 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 like two days, two days after I shaved my head, and I was, I'm thinking, looking back on it, just like, oh, that's, that was a bad decision. But I'm glad it's growing back. I actually don't mind it at this length. It's actually all right. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it's probably a lot more um, manageable. Like this is the first time I've like had to. <laughs> think about what I look like um, which has been great to talk to you because it's been so weird recently just being like I do not care but like, I don't have to care like <laughs> it doesn't matter um, so it's been quite pleasant to like have a like, I mean I am showering but like have a shower like <laughs> put some nicer clothes on like put, do your hair like things like that like yeah it's yeah, been nice yeah. but obviously for quarantine I think shave is perfect isn't it like it just is, wake up and you're done like <laughs> uh, okay so uh, what gets you up in the morning? What what makes you tick? So, yeah, waking up in the morning, I think that the thing that wakes me, the thing that gets me up in the morning is the joy of knowing that, like, illustration is somehow, like, my job. Um, like, it is so exciting, and it still hits me, like, weirdly. I think I did some slightly soppy Instagram posts the other day where I was kind of, like, showing the making of a mural or something, but then I was, like, really really just being honest like uh, and just saying like it's a mate it's a, it amazes me that like, i wake up and i yeah go and do some work that's creative and it's it's how i it's how i live 
like it's amazing um so that, yeah the fact that i'm doing what i love gets me up in the morning um and as i said before like i nearly went down the route of doing product design which is still creative but it's very engineering focused and i'm so happy that i made that shift early enough in life and realized that i, I didn't want to be ended up ending up in following suits in a suit like all that kind of stuff like i didn't i didn't want to kind of i mean some people that's fine but for me like i, I wanted to be like i don't know creative and, and just yeah having fun and nice. luckily i'm sort of doing that and it doesn't cost too much to live um which is weird but you think it costs loads but you, you, when you work out what you really need like it, it you can get get by basically it's all good when you're and you're a rock star illustrator making tons of money. <laughs> no, nah, I mean not not tons of money at all, but like enough money to live in a very affordable city. So it's okay. It's all okay. Nah, that's good. And um, one thing we haven't really talked about on this podcast is is like is that livable? Is like what, should you know when, when do you know what to, to that freelance journey of, of when do you know if if it's the right time to give up? Because that's something that I sort of had to do yeah. sort of, in a way, or I like, thought about a lot. Um, and tried yeah, a lot yeah. on and off the last three years um so it's, it's been an interesting one and it's great seeing yeah. seeing you, you like come straight out of uni and like do it yeah really i didn't well, even like a serious give, good start yeah our fr- me and my friends didn't even give it we didn't even give it a break like we basically we were graduating we knew it was coming and we just said let's all sign for a house that we can't really afford which is i don't know if it's good advice but which is what we did we all signed for a house um all of us and we all moved into that house um, and then we had, I, I just managed to, before I moved in, get a part-time job in a screen print factory, um, which covered, like covered just like rent and a bit more for food. Um, and then, yeah, it worked out like just on a kind of, on a part-time job, I could afford to live in the city that I wanted to live in. Um, and it's, it's, it's crazy though, that I think if you, if you move after the university, if you move back into your own space and you kind of like, you curl up and you get you get comfortable um it's it's quite difficult to kind of justify like and realize like that you can get it doesn't cost too much to get away um but it's just making that commitment um and then yeah so i quit that day job six months after i'd like had it and then went fully freelance and like yeah like it worked out but i mean if not i would still be able to live not back with my mum and dad like but i would be doing something i kind of enjoy we're working in a print factory but i would still be able to afford it so yeah i think just like finding that that time uh, and then also i've always got the security that if it doesn't go well i can still get a day job back in somewhere like That's i don't know in like a retail environment or like in greg's or like i wouldn't want to but if i had to um i would so yeah, yeah. i think it's yes. just taking that taking that leap and just like just somehow switching your, the anxiety off which is weird i don't know how we all did it but yeah just we just kind of went with it that's um that's a consistent theme of the last couple of podcasts i've recorded is push your comfort zone and like get yeah out yeah yeah i think unwillingly like if you can if you can do it before you realize so when you when you're about to graduate if you can find a group of mates that you want to live with find a cheapish accommodation um, like a house in in the city that you want to live in, and uh, do it together because then you won't you won't realise that there's that much anxiety because you've got like a few other people that are like dealing with the exact same thing. So that's my so, advice on that. Yeah, I like that. Um, 
Last question on the, on the podcast is how do you want to be remembered? Um, how do I do? Yeah, I'd like to be um, remembered for my work and the kind of the happiness and joy that it brings to the world. I don't know, like, I feel like when I create a piece of work, I find it really, really, like, amazing that that, that is something new and shiny and exciting for someone else to kind of enjoy. Um, so I think when all is said and done, I think I'd want to be remembered for the amount of things that I created and I put in this world that like made other people feel happy. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never had that question before, but that was quite quite a nice one. Where uh, where can people find you? Check you out and say hello. Um, so yeah, the best place to go is um, www.willustration.co.uk. So illustration with a W at the start. Um, and through that you can find like my Instagram and my Twitter and things like that, which is Willustration with an underscore at the end. So it's a bit difficult, but yeah, Willustration.co.uk. Nice. There you go. Great. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's been great. Ta-da. Cheers. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Creative Waffle podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, fantastic advice for, from Will there and really good conversations. Good catching up with him. He's someone that I really admire. He's come into the industry, really hit the ground running, and it's, uh, it's fantastic to be able to share this advice on the podcast as well. Um, so, yeah, hope you enjoy it. If you want to uh, support the podcast in any way, you can get the merchandise, the GeoLaw merchandise, as mentioned before uh, at the start of the podcast. It's down in the description. You can also help out uh, via the um, Design Cuts affiliate link if you'd like to help out that way. We've also got a partnership with them coming up where we're going to be giving away a few things, uh, a half-price discount bundle, and uh, the Logo Package Express partnership as well. Um, so that's 20% off Logo Package Express, saving you time uh, when exporting your logos. So, um, yeah, uh, lots of things happening up here at Creative Waffle, and lots of good things coming, lots of good conversations coming as well, mainly for the podcast. So I uh, yeah, hope you enjoy them, and see you next week for another episode of the Creative Waffle podcast.